Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at WIJSF.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC. When you're feeling sad and dreary And the blues make you weary Go where life is always cheery Dance the nation jazz That's where all the toes are tapping Shoulders sway and Dr. Donna Singer. She's a doctor, she is a donor, and she's a singer. <laughs> and I'm going to bring her in. Hi, Dr. Donna, please. 
That is the cutest song. I know. Isn't it fun? It was written by my husband, Roy Singer. That is adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Destination Jazz. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. What is this new? What is this new CD project that you have? Um, The CD is entitled Set Your Heart Free, and it encompasses our reality with children. Um, A lot of the songs are focused with children, some um, children going into adolescence, some children as a baby, some what are we going to do with our children. Um, Some of the songs, I would say 50% of the songs focus a little bit on kids, and then the other 50% pure fun jazz and seizing the moment and going for it. Okay, and so is it just released right now? Yes, it was released on June 1st worldwide. It is found on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, um, um, Pandora. So you can purchase it. Um, You could also listen to it on YouTube. My videos are up. I have two videos for um, one for Your Road and one for My Dear, um, which which both feature um, different artists. And you can purchase it there, or you could um, get in touch with me at Donna-Singer.com. If you want to purchase an actual physical CD, I can mail one to you. So where did you record this? We recorded it at two studios. One was at Turnkey um, Music in Delray, Florida, and we recorded it at Bobby Rodriguez Studios in Fort Lauderdale. My trio um, are are from Brad Keller from Boynton Beach, Rancis Cologne from my base from um, North Miami. And Adolfo Herrera on drums is from Miami. So it was Fort Lauderdale and Delray seemed to be the best locations. Okay. And so how many sessions did you have to record? We recorded with the trio two times. Then we did the vocals two times. So 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 quite a quite a quite a few sessions. Um, my husband is also an engineer. So when we got the session from Turnkey in Delray, we were able to do some more with the um, engineering before we sent it to two-time Grammy Award winner Antonio Tahan to do the engineering, mixing, and mastering finale. I mean finale. Final, final cut before we sent everything to him to have it mixed and mastered professionally. Okay, so now it sounds like 
you spent a lot of money on this project. Huh, did I? I don't know what a lot of money is. Um, yes, I paid my musicians. Yes, I paid Antonio. Yes, I paid a graphic artist to do the design. Yes, I paid Nationwide Disc to print the CD. Yes, I paid a publicist to put it on the radio. Okay, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people do not know how much money musicians spend on their careers and their projects. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do. Um, and, I, and, and, and the best part is there's a lot of cutting corners and a lot of ways you can save money. But we found, we found every time we tried to cut a corner somewhere, someplace else ended up being a drawing our attention. So this is my seventh CD. And out of seven CDs, this isn't the most I've spent on a CD. Um, two CDs back, I spent quite a bit as well. But um, but when you're done doing the videos, the audios, the YouTube videos, and then hiring a director to do the videos for the YouTube, it it is expensive. It is it's definitely not a um, it's a it's a definite project of love. But you have to back it with some serious finances. So, what exactly do you expect from this production once it gets out into the world? Well, I, I hope recognition for my talent. I hope that so that all the hard energy and, and hard work we put into it will get the recognition. Um, am I looking to be the next Beyonce? No. But I would like to have a musical career of substance. And I find in order to put me in front of the directors, the musical directors, and the engineers, and the producers of today's world, you have to have a product that's worthy to be in front of them. They, they don't want to hear a homespun product. They, they want something of that now to, to go on the radio. It can't just be press the record button. It now has to be engineered and mastered. They want a quality sound on the radio. The audience is mature. And they're sophisticated. So what I hope to gain is the recognition that, that we do have the talent to put forth a great product. And, and also, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be nice if, if um, not only that we got the recognition, but that maybe some, some um, I hate to call it fame and glory and finances come with that, but wouldn't that be nice that all of our hard-earned work for musicians, or not just the top one percent musician. Did that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And you thought uh, the film industry that you use it. I thought of the film industry what that uses music. Yes, yes. Um, we did, we did, um, we did, hmm, how do I say it? I did push my music into the film realm, but I don't know enough about it. 
I just knew that I had to get it up on YouTube as quickly as possible because people are very visual. It's very nice to listen to a song on the radio, but people fly to YouTube extremely fast. So I had to get videos up on YouTube almost as fast as when I had to put out the album. So in the film industry, it's, I, I think that's still a little touch and go for me because, because I'm, I'm, we're in the process of doing a film right now, um, a video right now and of, our, of Destination Jazz. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, to get first the musical director, to get the artistic director, and the videographer. I mean, everybody seems to think it's just a matter of putting your camera up and hitting play. And it's not. There's, there's a lot that goes in with film. So the, I'm so new, Joan, at, at the film aspect of it and going for, going for uh, YouTube in that category. But I'll get there. Well, I think that we might want to reach out to some film users and send them your CD or send them MP3 files because I think that yeah, we missed that we missed that opportunity uh, so often because every film has music. And some of them have really jacky sounding songs, you know. So I'm thinking no, I think that's a great that, idea. Right. Yeah. And we sent, we sent we um, sent Set Your Heart Free. We sent three we sent three of our top songs from Set Your Heart Free that are playing on the radio right now. And those three songs are Why Should Kids Have All the Fun, Destination Jazz and your road. And we sent them to 12 different um, studio people, I guess you could say, because I have an extensive email list. And I, I would say besides three of them getting back with rejection letters, which is amazing, usually they just ignore you, but three of them came back with rejection letters. And then the others, we just never even heard from again. So you're right. You, you may say, well, go ahead and send it there. One, you need an email address that will go to somebody and not just that's generated to universalstudios.com, but you need a, an email address, and then you need a person who's at that email address that you can address your letter to so you can send the EPK to. My list is very extensive. Who we said, When we were looking for producers to engineer the album, I sent out, and I got it from the Billboard magazine for the Grammys last year, I sent out. I'm not kidding you, about 30 to 50 emails looking for producers and only seven contacted me. And you may say, seven, that's great. Oh, wow, you got seven. And I'm looking at that ratio like 50 and only seven, that's like 0.5%. What, what is that? How do we get even noticed? But, um, but you're right, Joan, you have to send it out. We miss a, a big market, but we also have to realize, make sure your, your um, what's it called, Joan? Your, um, um, when you make sure your music is protected, um, copyright. Make sure your copyright is set. Make sure your publishing issues are set. Make sure, make sure everything is lined up before you send your music out. Because if you send your music out and you don't have it set with sound exchange, you don't have it set with sound scan and grace notes and blah, blah, blah. I mean, if you're not completely have your eyes and 
I's and T's dotted and, and R's crossed or whatever I'm trying to say. But if you don't have that, don't you send your music out. So I had to make sure everything was lined up before I could even begin to, like you said, send it out to different people in the hopes that they would pick it up. Like you said, it's a long process, long process. Oh, yeah, and, and you're asking, you know, my CDs are, <clears throat> they were made in 1995 and 2005. Wow. But it's still like hot cake. So I never even really needed to expand upon what I was doing because I was living comfortably from singing mm-hmm. and selling CDs. Well, wow. I'm looking to reinvesting in the CDs, mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. them manufactured in those little small cardboard cases rather than the bulky mm-hmm. plastic cases. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Re- Going for it again. You know, music is eternal. Uh, right. Once it's recorded, it's there forever. You know? mm-hmm. Wow. So, That's great. In the, in the meantime, how can Women in Jazz South Florida and Music Woman Magazine help you to promote your music? How can we do that? Well, I think I think the the interviews are great, and and advertising that the interviews are happening are are very good. And then that way, I was able to pick it up, and a lot of people were asking me, "Where do we tune in? How do we listen?" So that's that's your number one. Getting out there on interviews is great. Number two, I love your newsletters. Your newsletters letting people know where jazz is going to be heard and what's happening with artists. I would almost venture to say, like I've wanted. I've wanted to to um to I've wanted to um sorry <laughs> somebody somebody's calling me hold on one second I wanted to um tell you about things and until I talked with you to say listen I'm singing but it's not for a distance away and you'd be like yes send it let us know so you just getting the word out about other artists and their and their um ventures and what they're doing that's a great way to help another way i think you might be able to help and and you could get this from all your people of contact is a list of contacts like my list is very extensive i have like i said i have like 30 to 50 different producers that i wrote trying to find an engineer just trying to find an engineer. Now, I'd be more than happy to share that list because it's not a hard list to get. I got the list by just going through Billboard magazine. But people don't want to take the time. Well, maybe women in Jazz South Florida could could start helping and say, you know what, you need to contact this person. You know, instead of just saying, well, you know, Donna has that list. Here, I share that list with you freely. There's also a list of um um that would have helped me tremendously, but I've got my own list now. Um, um, 
of different um, festivals that are in the in the um, that are ongoing. Now that is hard list to follow because obviously festivals fall apart, festivals stop going. But I have a list of festivals that I contact every single year, and I'm so happy because some of them write me back every year. Like, oh, Donna, we don't have a spot for you. Maybe next year. I'm like, okay. You know, and I, and I say, and I feel down and sad about it. I couldn't get into that festival. But I contact that festival. Well, where do you get the festival list? Well, sure, they're in Downbeat. Sure, they're in Jazz Times. But... My list is, takes it a step further where it's not just their information um, email, but the actual person who runs the festival. That might be like, um, what am I trying to say, Joan? Like an information column. Like for those of you who are interested, we got to the second tier of the Toronto Jazz Festival. Do you know how hard it was to get to the second tier? But that wasn't because, you know, I went to Downbeat, saw the Toronto Jazz Festival, had information, torontojazzfestival.com. But me taking it a step further and saying, who do I need to contact there? Because it can't just be me sending in my EPK any longer. Everybody sends those in. Who do I need to contact? I'm sorry. It's all in who you know. I'd be happy to share that name. In fact, I have. You know, I said, well, this is who I talk to at the Toronto Jazz Festival. Maybe it'll help you. Suppose we took it to mm-hmm. another level and we actually created a directory that. Right. Wait, let me finish, Donna. I listen to you. Go ahead. Listen. I'm listening. That we would actually be able to propose our members to that person, to them, mm-hmm. to our group. In other words, when they join South Florida, could become a repository for artists to perform on those sessions. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. However, I would need to do because I'm not performing anymore. Okay. So it's not right, even right. in my But there are several of you are looking for new places to perform. And if we, mm-hmm. as, a, as a coherent group, you understand this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so we need to talk about that further. All right. It's yeah, and I, and I think you've got the board of directors. You, you've got a group of people, not just your members, because I'm a member, but you've got mm-hmm. an amazing board of directors and members that could easily come together and put put something there. I think that's a great idea, Joan. But I think that you have the list, and then, of course, there's Yvette. Yvette has contact. You know, sure. now the question is, but we could put it in in the magazine as a directory. You understand? But we could also I love it. work from the, from the inside to make sure that these particular people that you all have contacted know of the other members. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Isn't that why that that's what I just said I got from, from Downbeat, the list of festivals. A directory is a right. wonderful idea. Mhm. I like it. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Would you <laughs> would you please set up the song Your Roses? Set that up. Sure. It was written by Mitchell Usher and composed by Roy Singer. And it features, I mean, it's a, it's a song about following your destiny on your road. Pick the, pick the road that's best for you. But, but that when you, when you get to, I guess, hmm, I didn't really set that up really well. It's just, just to follow your road and just follow your heart and your dream. Um, four of the songs are inspirational songs. Not necessarily feel good, although they are feel good songs, but they're just, come on, guys, seize the moment. You know, carpe diem, go, go for it. Pick your road and go. So follow your road. No one else's will do. Don't follow my road. Follow your road and make your destination your dream. Okay, that's the setup. Tag, you're it. Okay. Now, you any song. I'm sorry, what? Did you write any song? No, I am not a composer. I am not a lyricist. Um, the one thing I have been able to do with the song that Roy says, my husband, that I was able to contribute in a, in a substance is I'll say things like, you know, in this song, I hear a key change. I hear a key change, like in your road. I heard a key change. And, I, and he was just like, I don't. And I'm like, but I do. And then he, he writes one in, and it's just like, wow, it's amazing. Or I'll, I'll hear different, like, 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 like things with notes or things here and things there that I can contribute to, but I don't have that talent to write a song or a poem that could become a song. I, I used to keep a diary with the thought that maybe I would write, but every time I started writing down my thoughts about what happened that day, my mind would wander to dinner. You have to be disciplined and to, I think, to be a writer. And I just, I don't have that talent, but I sure, I love working on songs and I respect the writers. When, when Roy is writing a song and he brings it to me, he's so excited. He's like, come on, I've got a new song and we're at the piano and he'll sit there and play it. And then I'll be like, well, I hear this. And he's like, okay, take it further, take it further. Now, fortunately, I live with a writer who who likes to say that. Maybe there are some writers who are like, leave me alone. But Roy's very open, and I could say, I hear hear me and the drummer, and that's it. Just me and the drummer. I don't want any other instruments with me. And Roy's like, what? You want the band to drop out? I'm like, I want the band to drop out and just have me and the drum. And Roy will write it in, and it'll be magic. So, so in that case, I can hear things. I don't know if that's with just Roy's music or because we've been married almost 25 years. I'm like, Roy, that's what I hear. And he goes, okay, and he trusts my ear.
WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally.